The Bermuda Triangle is a region located between Florida, Puerto Rico, and Bermuda. Throughout the last 50 years or so, there have been reports of strange paranormal activities going on in that region. Many ships have been reported missing there and UFOs have also been seen hovering around the area and going underwater. Many people believe there is some type of magnetic activity going on that could be related to past civilizations like Atlantis. Some people even claim that the Bermuda Triangle could be a time portal that transports beings into another location or time period. Crazy, huh? Believe it or not, this is one of the top conspiracy theories still running till this day. On today's episode, which is also the second part of Conspiracy 101 series, I'm going to show y'all a few famous conspiracies still circling around today. Remember that all this information is for educational and entertaining purposes. My name is Joyce Grace, and this is Shots of Endorphins. Now, like the Bermuda Triangle, there are a lot of conspiracy theories out there. So let's continue on with a few famous conspiracy theories circling around the world and that just maybe you might not have heard of it yet. But remember, although this may be categorized as a conspiracy, that doesn't mean each story doesn't have some sort of truth in it. It's more of a 50-50 chance when it comes down to it. Conspiracy theory number one. So. In the United States and a few other developed nations, government had added fluoride to the public water supply to reduce the incidence of cavities in the population. Some groups have been critical of fluoridated water because of the bioethical concerns, and other groups have said the practice hasn't been proven to offer true health benefits. However, the oddest criticism have come from conspiracy theories regarding fluoride's true purpose. For example, one of the earliest theories came about in the 1940s when people were afraid of communism. And people believed that fluoride was meant to control the population and allow for the development of socialism in the United States. However, this early theory was soon pushed to the very fringe of society, particularly with satires on the subject including Stanley Kubrick's 1964 epic, Dr. Strangelove. A character in that film decides to initiate nuclear war to stop the communists from putting fluoride in the water. Later theories about fluoride came about in the 1980s and 1990s when a pamphlet was published that said drinking fluoridated water over time would make people docile and accepting of whatever the government wished to do. The founder of the Sierra Club even created an organization called the Fluoride Action Network to fight against the highly toxic substance. After seeing their arguments fall on deaf ears, some activists took the courts to sue various local governments over the use of fluoride in water. The lawsuits usually suggested that fluoride was responsible for widespread public health problems and contaminated water. However, none of these lawsuits was ever successful and no court has found the addition of fluoride to water to be a criminal act. In fact, groups like the American Dental Association has said that adding fluoride to water was one of the best things the government has done for citizens' health. I have to admit, though, I heard this story when I was a kid in school, and people would say to be careful with the water fountains. Who would have thought that this was true? Except it was supposed to help us, not scare us. Conspiracy theory number two. I'm pretty sure everyone and their dog has heard of the Elvis Presley conspiracy. 
If not, let me humor you. As you may all know, the tragic passing of the famous singer Elvis Presley shocked the world in 1977. But some of his fans weren't quite ready to let the king of rock and roll rest. Secrecy regarding Elvis's autopsy fueled rumors about his death almost immediately. The addition of an extra A on Elvis's tombstone for his middle name, Aaron, created more suspicion in the years after his untimely demise. Since his death, a number of fans have said they've seen the king alive and will like Lois Welling, who swore she saw Elvis in a Burger King in Kalamazoo, Michigan, and a second time in a supermarket in Mississippi. These fervent claims only led to more people coming out of the woodwork to reveal that they too had seen the king despite a photograph of Elvis in his casket that was run by the National Enquirer shortly after his death. One of the most interesting conspiracy theories to come out of Elvis's death was that was the idea that Elvis bought a plane ticket or a flight bound for Argentina and changed his name to John Burroughs. Another similar theory suggested Elvis went by the name of Jimmy Ellis and passed away sometime in the 1990s. Not surprisingly, and given Elvis's incredible fame, an organization called themselves the Elvis Sighting Society actually met in Canada in the late 1980s, and for a meeting to discuss the overabundance of Elvis sightings publicized over the years in Ottawa. Amusingly, the city of Ottawa named the street after Elvis, calling it Elvis Lives Lane. Unfortunately, the public won't get to see the true contents of Elvis's autopsy report until 2027, since Elvis's father had the autopsy sealed for 50 years. Conspiracy theory number three. In New Mexico, there was a staging point for a variety of aircraft tests by the United States Air Force. But no test was more famous than the weather balloon launched in the air in 1947. Some locals in Roswell saw the weather balloon crash and suggested the balloon was a UFO. Immediately after their claims, the local Roswell newspaper ran with a story and published the headlines that read, RAAF captures flying saucer on a ranch in Roswell region. The USAF made a statement about the truth of the matter, and the conspiracy was largely forgotten for several decades. However, in the 1970s, the popularity of UFO conspiracy was so high, people calling themselves ufologists created elaborate conspiracy theories about the incident. The claim was that the accident wasn't a downed weather balloon, but an alien spaceship that had extraterrestrials inside. Conspiracies usually spoke of a government cover-up in response to the widespread public acceptance of the military cover-up. The government published an extensive report in the 1990s to quiet the rumor mill. Apparently, the government's initial secrecy regarding the event was a response to the nature of the test that was part of the nuclear test monitoring. Starting in the late 1970s, a group of ardent UFO researchers spent over a decade and a half interviewing countless witnesses to the event, as well as people who had claimed to have a connection to the Roswell incidents. The group also scored hundreds of documents from the incident courtesy of the Freedom of Information Act. They determined that at least one UFO landed in Roswell in 1947. The alleged alien landing is so popular that there's a UFO festival in Roswell held each year. Well, at least they got something out of nothing. Conspiracy theory number four. Ooh, this might just ruffle some few feathers. Sure, it was warm last year, but global warming is a hoax, isn't it? 
One of the most contentious topics today is the subject of global warming. And wild weather swings and increased temperatures on the planet have made a popular topic of conversations for everyone from regular folks to internationally famous politicians. Most conspiracy theories regarding global warming revolve around the idea of a man-made global warming and whether the planet's climate changes have been the result of human interference or natural processes. A statement by the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change said that at least 95% of the planet's temperature increases have been caused by human activities. Virtually every major scientific body recognizes that global warming has come about due to human influence. However, one of the features that makes this conspiracy theory so fascinating is a belief by mainstream individuals that the global warming of the past few centuries has been a natural phenomenon. In fact, right-leaning publication Forbes published an article a few years ago that suggested the book Watermelons, The Green Movement's True Colors accomplished its goal of showing that global warming is a fraud. Most conspiracy theories won't find validation in the form of major news outlets or respected publications. Global warming denial, on the other hand, has found a home in mainstream media. On the other side of the argument, publications like The Guardian have called attention to the fact that most conspiracy theories regarding global warming denial have come from journalists while the scientific community has largely remained constant in its opinions regarding global warming. The denial that has started as a fringe movement have become so mainstream in today's society that calling it a conspiracy might not go far enough. Conspiracy theory? Number 4. I gotta admit, it might just be my favorite one. QAnon is a widespread conspiracy theory that a group of Democrats and elites are attempting to undermine Donald Trump's presidency. QAnon is a baseless far-right conspiracy theory that claims President Donald Trump is secretly fighting a deep state cobble of satanic pedophiles and cannibals. The conspiracy theory dates back to 2017, when a supposed high-level government official posted details of the inner workings of the government on the anonymous messaging board 4chan. The person identified themselves simply as Q. From there, the far-right group of people known as QAnon was born. While QAnon started as a niche online forum, it has turned into a mainstream belief system for some conservatives according to the Washington Post. However, the claims within the conspiracy theories are not supported by evidence, but definitely supported by their die-hard followers. And last but not least, conspiracy theory number 5. Thanks to blurry photographs and video footage, few people are unfamiliar with the ape-like creature Bigfoot who skulks about on two legs in forested areas. Yeah, you heard me right, I'm talking about Bigfoot. The original concept dates back to 1958 when a man left suspicious footprints as a prank near Bluff Creek in Northern California. But conspiracy theories have recently flagged Washington State as its home. According to reports, there have been over 2,000 sightings of Bigfoot in the Evergreen State alone. The most recent being from January 2020, some people believe he is a ferocious beast that should be avoided, while others think he wants to live a quiet life in isolation. So if you ever run into Bigfoot, leave the poor guy alone. He just likes to take a nice stroll around the woods, not get hackled for a selfie by Gen Z's.
weird, huh? <laughs> Anyways, I still think many of the stories are just that conspiracy theories. At the end of the day, you believe what you would like to believe, as we each have minds of our own. Do your research, inform yourself, and maybe, just maybe, you will find a much bigger picture than what is really painted. This episode on Shots of Endorphins was produced by me, Joyce Grace, and research done by Sarah Costa. You can also follow the show on Facebook and Instagram by searching up Shots of Endorphins or subscribing to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or any other streaming services you're listening to. And when you do, don't forget to shoot me a greeting. It's nice to meet new people. As always, thanks for listening. And don't forget to smile. Smile.